Hey, thanks for dropping by to the Planners on Purpose podcast, created by Naomi Tucker, CMP. Now, this space is for the event planners to encourage and empower you so that you can fully live your life on purpose. So before we dig in, please take a moment to subscribe so you get future shows. Now, here she comes, your host, Naomi. Hello, everyone. This is Naomi Tucker, your host here on the Planners on Purpose podcast. I hope you're doing well and that you are leading a life you love. I am excited to be here and wanted to talk a bit about how to say no and thrive as an event manager, because let's face it, it's really tough to be able to say no, say it nicely, and say it in a way that both parties can get what they ultimately want out of whatever request is being made. So I wanted to give you some tips on what has worked for me and then also um, be able to just provide you with some ways in how you can actually say no to your clients, to your colleagues, to anyone that you are looking to really just say no nicely. (laughs) Because let's face it, many times we just need to. How many times are we just asked to do things that we feel inclined to say yes to do? But then most of the time we get back and we really think about what is being proposed and we realize there is no way that I can do that. Many times when people are asking us to do things, it's it's a compliment. They really are telling you that you are worthy of doing this thing, that they really need your help and your support. And sometimes it's easy for us to feel bad about not being able to help when we should feel good that what a compliment that it was for them to be able to ask you to do that. That's the first thing is to really just think about how you receive that ask for help, because many times that can really help you position your response back to the person in a little bit of a a better light. Because many times, you know, they wouldn't ask you unless they trust you and they trust your work. And and it feels good to be asked to do something, but that doesn't mean that yes is the answer that you need to give because many times we we need to be saying no. I know it's, it's really tough, but many times we need to be saying no. I wanted to share this quote with you. It's from Mahatma Gandhi and it goes, a no uttered with the deepest conviction is better than a yes merely uttered to please or worse to avoid trouble. So this just means that if you have a no and you really are sure about that no, it's better than a yes, especially if the yes is to please and to avoid trouble. Because doesn't that sound familiar that we do that all the time? Let's say our leader comes to us and they really want us to take on an additional meeting or they really need it for us to go on site for a particular event. And many times we know we're not able to do it, but we want to please that leader, right? And so we do say yes, or we want to avoid trouble because we know that if we do say no, then it means perhaps a leader digging into everything that we have going on and that might feel like trouble, right? Maybe it's not necessarily trouble, but it just might feel uncomfortable. So in order for us to avoid those type of situations, we will go ahead and say yes. And let's face it, 
many times the pleasing factor is the main thing. It's always the main thing when it comes to us saying yes, is that we are always trying to, trying to please. Now I'm going to encourage you. I want to encourage you to really shake off that people pleaser because we are in an industry, a service industry. We are built to please others. We love to please others. We love to put on experiences. We want to be able to show hospitality to our attendees, to our clients and our customers, right? And many times that comes out of that need to please. But that need to please can be literally an addiction. <laughs> and I hate to say it like that, but it can become somewhat of a of a need that we always want to be able to say yes. And in reality, we should be saying no. So I want to invite you to shake off your people pleaser because sometimes we need to, and we need to think about ourselves first before we think about others. And I know it can be tough because we feel like, man, we are in a, we, we want to give all of ourselves. Many of us just love to give back to the community. We have just inherent nature in us to be able to give, 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 and not necessarily take care of ourselves. One thing that I would like to encourage you, if you know that you struggle with people pleasing all of the time, is to really think about that airline stewardess or steward that's on the airplane really helping you get ready for a flight. Typically, that person is asking for you to do certain things, put on your seatbelt. But one of the things that you have to do is put on your oxygen mask. Well, the reason why they ask you to put on your own mask, it's not necessarily for you to take care of yourself. It typically is because the airline knows that if you help others first, you're risking yourself because you can get hypoxia and that prevents you from being helpful to anyone. So it is important that you put on your mask first before you help others. So when we think about people pleasing, when we think about saying yes to certain obligations, we definitely need to make sure that we are being aware of ourselves and what we are able to take. So we want to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves first. If we're unable to say yes, then we definitely need to say no. And that is an act of help for others is being helpful to that next person by you saying no. So it's okay. It is okay for you to, to say no. And so when I talk about saying no, there's a few things to share because you can say no in different ways. And I like to break them up in two different areas. One is assertiveness and the other one is aggressiveness. Two different approaches and they can have two different outcomes. With assertiveness, it's really just listening, then sharing after the other person has expressed their opinion. So that would be what assertiveness is. However, aggressiveness is really interrupting a person and then speaking over them. So for example, if a leader comes to you and they want you to take on a project, listen to that person, listen to the full scope of what they're needing. And then after you're listening, share after that person has expressed their opinion or their situation. This allows them to just fully go through their train of thought and then allows you to respond fully to what they have to say. On the other hand, with aggressiveness, 
if someone comes to you like your leader and asks you to take on that project, just interrupting them and saying, no, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I just can't. I just can't. That can have a totally different response. That person does not feel heard. You would be speaking over them. So sometimes those situations can end up getting a little bit more of a kind of a confrontation situation, which we don't want. So the aim here when it comes to making your no matter is to have more assertiveness versus aggressiveness. So how do you say no? How does this actually work? What are some ways that you can say no? I just have a few strategies for you to help you when you are looking to say no for a project, a task, having to travel, having to do things that you just know you're not able to take. And I do want to preface this by just saying that if you know full well that you are able to take something or to do a task, then, hey, it's okay to say yes. But if you truly know that you're unable to do it, that's where the no is effective. So here are some say no strategies that you can do to be able to help. The first one is to really make sure that you're direct, you're straightforward, and you don't leave any ambiguity. Really show the person that you have another priority so that they understand why you're saying no. And so typically how this would possibly come out is, I don't have time to help you because I'm working on a proposal that I really need to get out this week. That's a simple way of letting someone know that you don't have time and what you're working on instead, that's very important. And it just puts the situation out there like it is. There's no reading between the lines. There's no ambiguity. And it's a really straightforward way to be able to tell the person no. So that's one strategy. Another strategy is really just like replacing your no with another word. I know a lot of people, they get hung up on the words and that, and I understand that. So maybe we don't want to say no. Maybe we want to say something different. So what are some words that we can use besides no and be able to get our point through? So here are some other words and you can try them on and see if they fit. The first one is like, I can't commit to doing whatever task. You can say, I'm unable to. That's a good way to say it. I'm unable to do that project because I have another project that I'm working on that needs to go out today. You can say, I'd like to, but I am swamped. And then you can say, others are depending on me for whatever it is. So those are a few different ways to say no without even saying the word no, which I know can be very helpful for many of you. And then finally, I would just say a really nice way to say no is to just ask to follow up later. And this one is is nice because it shows the willingness that you want to complete the request for the person and it puts the ownership back on the person who's asking. So it's really genius, right? So it would sound something like this. I don't have the time right now to help you, but if you ask me tomorrow, I might have a better gauge on what I can do. Okay. So something like that puts the onus back on the requester to follow up that next day. And truly, if they really need somebody for that project, 
right away, they might try a few more people before they come back to you. And typically, in many times, you'll find that this person doesn't follow back up <laughs> with you. So it's a really nice way for you to be able to say, I really want to help, but right now I'm doing something. Can you follow up with me next week? And maybe I can I have the time to be able to do it. That perhaps can help you to put the ownership back on that requester. Well, I hope that you really enjoyed these different ways to say no. I have lots more strategies for this. And if you are interested in January, I will be running another Banished Burnout Challenge. And I'll leave the link for that challenge in the description. We talk about banishing burnout. We talk about the difference of stress, talk about burnout, really talk through some of the situations that let's say perhaps you might be going through in your work and in your business. And we do talk about how to say no and go through some of those situations on how to say no. And there's some other really nice tips to share so you can get the full scale of how to say no in the Banish Burnout Challenge. So I hope that you come, you can go ahead and sign up by click in the link in the description and sign up for the waiting list. And that will be happening in January. But other than that, I hope you enjoyed this episode about saying no and thriving as an event manager. Stay on purpose. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the like button and tell us how much you enjoyed the show by leaving a message in the comments. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time.